here's a story from the world. In the midst of all the death and destruction in Ukraine, there's a strange paradox, the start of new lives. In the first weeks of the war, more than 400 babies were born in the capital, Kyiv. But each birth, as you can imagine, is a struggle. We've been following one family story. For the past four weeks, Kyiv resident Maya Miholuk has been keeping this audio diary for the world. We were in our beds, sleeping, and we heard explosions. My husband got up first, and I saw that he went to his computer, and uh, he wasn't coming back. So uh, I got up as well, and that's when it started. It has happened. This is Ukraine's capital. What seemed unthinkable in the 21st century is now underway. A democratic country. The last months, we knew that there is a growing threat. We were urging my daughter and her husband to leave. She was eight months pregnant when we started talking about it. She didn't want to just, you know, uproot and go somewhere. Um, she has a hospital here, her doctor. So they decided to stay. And of course, we also. Besides, my husband is a pastor, so we felt that it's important for us to stay here with our people, but it's uh, definitely scary. We had a very difficult, dark night again. We tried to make our uh, sleep on the floor in the corridor as comfortable as possible. We had to fit all four of us. It's my husband, my daughter, and my son-in-law. We kept getting news about different areas of Kiev being shelled. Central Children's Hospital in Kiev was shelled. This is what life looks like for sick children. Mothers and babies in Kiev's Ochmadi. They hit the neonatal uh, newborn intensive care unit. In the underground bunker. Some lying in corridors on IV drips. Others finding comfort. In it's been very tense as the bombings intensify. But going to bed last night, knowing that there are kilometers of tanks approaching Kiev, was very scary. I couldn't sleep half of the night. Warning of a quote overwhelming wave of Russian troops overnight. We checked out the basement that was turned into a bomb shelter, and we decided not to go there. Our daughter is 39 weeks pregnant. We we can't go back up and down. We are on the seventh floor, so we decided that the safest place for us will be right here between our two apartments in the corridor. We are hoping that the baby will be born under peaceful, free sky of independent Ukraine. We're just asking the baby to wait a little longer. We have a hospital 10 minutes uh, drive from us, but 10 minutes at night in the air raid could be very long 10 minutes. This is day 10 of war. We're still alive. Sasha, our daughter, who is 39 weeks pregnant, had a very, very difficult night. For 30 minutes in the morning when uh, there was a break in air raids, she went to bed to sleep. And when the air raid started, we just didn't have the heart to wake her up and ask her to move to the shelter. 
So we were just staying in our apartment and praying the bomb will not hit while she was sleeping. This morning we read in Western media that US officials said that Ukrainians put up an admirable fight, but they don't believe we will last through the weekend. Today, a road next to our building was barricaded. Uh, we were watching it from, from our apartment. We saw that two big trucks brought uh, piles of sand and then people like, I don't know, like ants started joining the effort of filling up the bags with sand and building barricade. And everybody who was passing by just stopped and they helped to build those barricades. And in no time, the barricades were up. Another night of war is coming. God have mercy on us. The enemy has lost any human face. I keep wondering if these people have hearts. What is happening in the head of a Russian pilot who drops bomb on civilian buildings knowing that there are children, there are women, there are people who are elderly who can't get out of there. Our hearts break for our children. The ones who are hiding in bomb shelters and praying through their sobs, asking God to stop the war. Our hearts break for the babies who are born in bomb shelters. The first thing that I see in this world, the first breath of air they take in a bomb shelter, the fears of the mothers that they feel, all this is so wrong. But we know our kids will grow strong. They will know the true value of freedom. They will love Ukraine even more than we do. We just read comments of Lavrov, Russian Ministry of Foreign Affairs, stating that they did, in fact, deliberately aim to bomb children's and maternity hospital yesterday because they thought there were Nazis there. After the attack, a crying mother clutching her baby, a woman wrapped in a blanket, stunned by the strike. And they did not regret doing it. All, uh, pregnant ladies were taken out of that building. She continued the, that he had seen the pictures of children and pregnant women injured, but they consider those to be manipulation. And so make your own conclusions. It's day 18 of Russian invasion. An air raid started during the worship service, but people pretty much ignored it. We just continued to pray and sing. Last night, Russian artillery reached residential areas inside of Kiev. As I'm writing this, we are hearing explosions at a distance. Our daughter, Sasha, went today to see a doctor. We continue to wait for God's perfect timing for our baby girl to arrive. And the doctors are saying it should be happening today or tomorrow. We hear today a lot of explosions from a battle that is raging in the suburbs of Kiev. Sasha and Nikita said that near the hospital, the cannonade is much louder. Please, God, let our granddaughter be born not to these horrible sounds. Two in the morning, so she started having contractions, and by three, they were seven minutes apart, and we called the ambulance. Uh, the ambulance came quickly in spite of the air raid being on at the time, and just a few minutes before they arrived, there was a loud explosion that shook our windows. 
the ambulance took Sasha and Nikita to the hospital, but then in the morning her contraction slowed down and the hospital insisted that Nikita leaves. And breaking tonight, air raid sirens have been reported in Kyiv, Ukraine in the last hour. So right now, Sasha is by herself. She's crying. She's scared. In four hours, less than four hours, Kyiv is going into curfew for 48 hours. And uh, Sasha will be by herself. Uh, Nikita won't be able to, to be there for the delivery and for after the time. Uh, Russian forces are pushing on the suburbs of Kiev, and it's just scary to have her separate from us. Please keep praying. Our beautiful miracle has arrived today. We are the happiest people on earth. Even though it started full of concerns, Brianna's birth erased everything negative, even if temporary, and we allowed ourselves to just be happy and not worry about tomorrow. The night is coming, and with the night, our concerns and fears return. Please, God, watch over our little Brianna, over Sasha and Nikita, protect the hospital, protect all Ukrainians, the ones who will sleep in bomb shelters and the ones who will not sleep in the trenches facing Russian invaders. Our prayers today are especially for our precious granddaughter, but also for all Ukrainians, as we are now one big family of 40 plus million. Today, baby Brianna is nine days old and seems to be thriving. You're listening to her mother, Sasha, directing her church's choir. Brianna's grandmother, Maya Mihaluk, told her family story to the world's Joyce Hackle. Music and sound design, thanks to Ian Koss. We are